Hello, everyone. This is Melanie, and welcome to Savvy Tidbits. So I have some travel coming up, and the next podcast, or rather the next podcast I am going to be working on, will be the travel podcast. I'm not exactly sure where I'm going yet. I'm leaving in two days, not exactly sure of the routing. So I'm not going to explain it all now because it's a bit complicated and may involve up to four to five continents on this trip. We're starting with North America, going to San Jose, going to Fresno. Then I am flying to Asia. I've never been to Asia before. I'm going to Brunei to perform with a stop in Singapore. I guess I am explaining the itinerary. Then I may or may not have a singing gig in Central Africa. I've been offered the gig. I just am not 100% sure I can get my visa in time. So if I can get my visa, I will be going to Africa, possibly with a stopover in either Indonesia or Thailand for a day. Really hoping that happens. And then I will be going from there. Since I'm already heading away around the world, I'm not going to backtrack. I will likely stop in Europe, probably Paris, possibly Morocco and Paris, depending on the flight, maybe Turkey even. Not sure. And then heading home, possibly with a stop in Iceland. It all depends on the routing, and I can't buy the ticket until I have my visa, and I will not have my visa for at least a week. And by then I will have started on my trip. So at this point, I have a ticket going to San Jose and I have a ticket going to Brunei. And hopefully I will have another ticket soon. The point is, I think, I'm not sure if I mentioned at the beginning of this tidbit, I'm really tired, but this is going to be about packing. And I may have talked about packing before, but yeah, That's all that's on my mind right now. I had a couple other really good ideas, maybe even knitting related, maybe not, but this is what's on my mind. So packing. This trip, already I know I will be flying with three different airlines just to get to Brunei and probably about 10, if if the trip works as planned, I will be on 10 different carriers. A lot of these are transfers where I don't pass immigration. So I don't believe I will be able to get my bags. I will just have to trust the airline to move my bags from one airline to another in airports that at best function only part of the time. And since most of what's in my bag are performance things, I decided I would be a crazy person and do it all carry on. (laughs) Now, anyone who has traveled with me knows that I I know I'm a good packer. I can be a good packer, but usually I figure, hey, let's just stuff the bag because you never know what you'll need. And I may have I may have done a segment before about not stuffing the bag, but in the end, I usually end up stuffing the bag. And even worse, I end up packing things that I don't wear because they're new. And new things, especially sweaters, I like to save for a special occasion. Some of these sweaters have been traveling with me for four years, and I've never worn them because there has never been a special enough occasion where I think I'm not going to sweat. And if I wear them, I'd have to wash them, and I don't have a delicate mode on a washing machine, and I usually don't have a washing machine. So I don't wear them. I don't want them to get pilly. That would be the end of all. (laughs) So I just travel with a lot of dead weight in the form of really nice clothing. So this time I figure I can do this. I can travel carry on. I have a really cute rolly bag that it's it's sort of a rolling duffel so I can squish it down and make it fit if I have to. I also have a 
duffel. It's a snazzy looking duffel. What is it? I think it's Le, it's Le Sport Sac. Deborah bought it for me. It was on sale. Wonderful. I love it. And it is, I think they're small, large duffel. So it's, it's too big to fit in the personal item measurer, but it, it definitely is a carry-on. And I figure with two somewhat big carry-ons, if I have to gate check one, which means you pick it up, you, you leave it right before you go on the plane and you pick it up right after you get off the plane, I suppose it would be all right. Except, okay, it's not just clothes I need to pack. I'm also packing a microphone. I'm not packing the cord. So the microphone, performance shoes, a ball gown, a costume for my Sophie Tucker show, possibly the fascinator for the Sophie Tucker show. But to be honest, I'm considering leaving it behind because I, I don't think I can deal with a big feathered fascinator on this trip. It's, it's here. I got it here. And I just, I don't know that I can do it. So the dress anyway, from the Sophie Tucker show, scripts, binder of music, and three large puppets for opera mouse, which I will likely be doing in French in some of these countries. So I have to have the puppets just in case. Those alone take up basically one of those two bags. Now the thing is, going away for the weekend, I pack more than I have packed for this trip. I've spent two days looking at clothes, trying on clothes, trying to figure out outfits. And the number of occasions for which I need outfits is sort of staggering. So I guess I haven't given any advice yet. I'm just talking, but I'm really tired. So too bad. And um, maybe just knit while you listen and it'll pass faster. So I need travel clothes, which involves comfortable leggingy. I was going to pack sweatpants, but they take up too much room. So I'm going to pack these blue leggings that I bought in Montreal that kept me warm all winter. So I've got those. I've got black leggings. Oh, we're getting to those. So blue, <laughs> blue leggings, and I'm not sure what sort of top. Uh, I might need to add a top. So outfit for the airplane, where it can get really cold sometimes, really cold, especially flying overnight. I know they turn the temperature down. You think they turn it up so you can sleep, but usually they turn it down and you freeze. So outfit for the airplane. San Jose and Fresno are a little difficult because it can get quite warm. It can get 22 or 23 Canadian degrees, but it also can get 9 or 10 Canadian degrees. So I, I don't know what that, like 50 something to low 70s maybe? That's quite the range. So a pair of black pants, pair of jeans, pair of kind of tight pants just because I've had them all winter and I think they make my butt look cute and I haven't had a chance to wear them since I bought them and so those so I have three pairs of pants I have other cute jeans which I never wear I always wear my ratty jeans to save the other jeans but I'm only bringing good clothes so I can only wear good clothes so for Fresno I've got the pants I've got a couple sweaters a couple long sleeve shirts a couple sleeveless just in case so there we go but then Brunei is 35 degrees, but it is a Sharia law country, which means that women need to cover up a lot. So I have a long skirt. I have leggings to go under the long skirt. I have dresses that long-ish dresses. I also, they, I don't know if they're supposed to go to the floor there, but they, they go almost to the floor. I might add some lace to the bottom. And since they're sleeveless, I have long sleeve shirts to put on underneath. And then I have a pashmina, which I can use in any way it, that I need to. So I've got that. Uh, then if I 
end up going to Africa. That is an even stricter Sharia law country. I suspect in Brunei, people sometimes do wear a little less clothing, especially in social situations. So I also have some nice, shorter skirted dresses. So Africa, that is a lot stricter, and I have to be a lot more careful. So I have full-length skirt, full-coverage top. And then if I go to Europe, yes, it's, say, Paris, but it's Paris in March or beginning of April, and it's not necessarily going to be warm. So I need a jacket. I need, again, sweaters. I don't even know what Iceland... I'm not even thinking of Iceland. Who even knows if that's going to happen? Or or Morocco. So... And I brought I brought laundry detergent also. So anyway, um, my point is, I managed to somehow do this in all one suitcase, which A, is really impressive, and B, I haven't even mentioned the toiletries or... The shoes, because you never know what you need. There will be formal occasions, so I have formal shoes. I have comfortable slip-on hot weather shoes, which are also good on an airplane, slipping them on and off. And I have running shoes or sneakers so I can go walking wherever I am. I'm considering packing another pair of shoes just to have more options, but who knows. So anyway, I guess I haven't given any advice. And this this is already longer than a tidbit should be. This is what happens when you record it in the middle of the night with a smoothie waiting. If I can do it, you can do it. You don't need to pack everything you own. I've seen De- Deborah. I know you're not going to listen to this. If you do, I love you. But I've seen Deborah pack. Her knitting takes up as much room as everything else. You don't need to knit a sweater on vacation. So I, I am going to pack knitting. One ball of yarn, one thing of sticks, maybe two. Everything else I can get while I go maybe two balls of yarn. (laughs) But um, there are stores wherever you go. So things like even sunglasses, cell phone cords, at least the cord that connects to the plug, those are easy to replace. Mosquito repellent, you can get over there. Shampoo, also. Sometimes it's better not to travel with something that can spill or something that's liquid and might be questioned. I find bringing something like oatmeal, dry oatmeal, which I am not packing this time, but dry oatmeal can be very handy because even if you're somewhere where the food is unfamiliar, all you need is hot water and then you're not hungry anymore. And life is better when you're not hungry. Definitely take a couple pairs of shoes because you never know if the the pair you're taking is going to get uncomfortable. Do think of when you're on the plane because it's when you're on the plane that you get worn down. I found lately when I'm on the plane, my cuticles... Actually, all of the skin on my fingers gets so dry that it starts cracking. So I made sure to pack scent-free because, seriously, it stinks if you use non-scent-free hand cream on a plane. So scent-free hand cream. I've also, well, the last long-haul trip, the way back from Morocco, well, two years ago, I was on a plane and I was so tired I leaned back against the seat. And since the air was dry and I, I suppose, tiny cracks in the skin on my face... I got this disgusting skin infection from the disgusting seat back, and it was this like creepy, crawly, raised face monster. Moisturize your face. Do not put your face straight on the chair. I would say bring a little towel, but we're talking about packing modestly. However, if you have, a, a, say, a little dish towel that you can just throw away later, maybe that's a good idea. Always take layers for the plane. You might get hot. You might get cold. Bring things to do. 
If, if you're on the plane and you've just brought electronics and for some reason it doesn't go, or if, even if you bring your knitting and for some reason they make you put your sticks away, because that's happened to me before. Sometimes they don't like sharp little knitting sticks on a plane. Bring a book, bring a magazine, bring a friend you can talk to. <laughs> what else? Oh, shots. Now, supposedly I need to get a typhoid shot. I'm still in denial about that. But look up the shots, especially the hep. I think it's what, hep B and C or hep A and C. I think those are good for life. I got those ages ago. And yes, there were tears, a lot of tears, more tears than any girl should shed over a little shot that could save her life. But it's so nice not to have to worry about getting hepatitis. I mean, you almost want a shirt saying, I'm not getting hepatitis on this trip. (laughs) So that is a good thing to do. Look at shots. Definitely look at visa requirements because your tour guide or your booking agent or your work or whatever might not fully understand the visa requirements, especially if you're not from the country out of which you're getting hired. So look at those. Be very aware if you need to... In Africa, I need to if I if it works, I actually need to register within three days or they don't let you leave. You can't take photographs without a photograph permit. There are all these rules. Just don't get in trouble. In Singapore, there are certain things you're not allowed to bring in. I don't think you can import bring in any gum. I know in Brunei you can't bring in cigarettes, which for me it's fine. But just look up the rules because some of them might not make sense to you, but you just don't want to get in trouble. So I don't know if I've given any good advice or just talked on for 13 minutes, but keep in mind, if you're traveling for work, some things are easier to do at home than in other countries. I found printing things out can be immensely frustrating in other countries. You can't just put things on a stick and find a machine. Making copies is easy. Printing things can be expensive, time-consuming, and hard. Same with if you ever need to burn CDs for anything which as a performer, sometimes I do for backing tracks or whatever, whatever you need. So always, always do that kind of thing ahead of time. It's just not worth it. It's not worth the time it takes. Take a photograph or take a copy of your passport and leave it at home with someone who can access it. And also with these smartphones, just take a picture and save it somewhere on your phone where you can access it. Because if something happens to your passport, that picture could save a ton of trouble identifying who you are. It's important to have. Luggage can get lost. Tags can get ripped off. Put something inside with your contact information and your address. Put your email address down. It's just better. It takes a second and it can save bags from being lost forever. If you pay for your trip on a visa or a MasterCard, check to see what they cover. Some of them cover, if if your bag goes missing for six hours, they'll actually let you go on a shopping spree. Most of them cover emergency medical. Just look to see what they cover and look to see what you need to supplement or what you should supplement. Because you you don't want to pay twice for something if, if you don't have to. And other things, you don't want to go uncovered for certain things. Bring at least a couple Tylenol or a couple, whatever you take if you get a headache or, or a couple Band-Aids. Because again, you just you just don't want to get stuck. You don't need a whole first aid kit. But it's it's better to be careful. I suppose if you have any major allergies, make sure there's something on your person if you have an emergency that... Or, or at least if you know the name of the things you're allergic to in the language where you're going. And 
I think that's it for now. Definitely show up at the airport early. There's always something to do. And just be careful. Just because a place looks like home, it's not necessarily home. And it's safer that you you remember that. But at the same time, have some crazy adventures. And hey, if I can travel carry-on with giant puppets, you can travel carry-on too. (laughs) All right. Have a good night, everyone.